It's fun to work out at Freezing Heart CrossFit. It's fun to work out at Freezing Heart CrossFit. You can do some workouts. You can get really fit. You can dance around with the boys and girls. That's right. Freezing Hot CrossFit, they're back for another week with an outstanding deal for our listeners. All the brickies out there, you know, when you've been brickying all day, you've been carrying those bricks and you need to go and do a workout, Freezing Hot CrossFit is the way to do it. they got a nice little deal for all our listeners, $22 for two weeks. That palindrome number again is $22, $22. Go and check them out on their Facebook page, Instagram, website. And, you know, let the guys know that Watson on the Castle sent you there. Get ready for summer the right way, the right coaches, the right workouts. You'll love it. We love it. Don't just be hot, be freezing hot. Freezing hot CrossFit. You are now listening to the self-proclaimed greatest listen in the Hunter and along the coast. What's new in the castle? We need to hear you, Newcastle! Welcome back to What's New in the Castle, the self-proclaimed greatest listen in the Hunter and along the coast. The podcast that makes your faces cringe and your ears hurt. Cambo, how are you, my brother? I'm going well, mate. Going well. I'm back off the back off the duty dench. Sammy's out. He, I think he's uh, still across the Tasman, the big dart. Sammy, yeah, that's right. Sammy, yes. Yeah. And um, Merle's, if you're watching, you can see I've got me uh, panda rings on because I've just been for a swim. So. <laughs> oh, I actually only just noticed that, man. It's like I've been uh, hooking into the Hong Kong, so apologies, listeners. The old viewers. Dev- the old de- <laughs> the viewers might be going on YouTube, this one, actually. Uh, the old devil- devil's lettuce. Yeah, it's a uh, big go of mine. <laughs> Yeah, something something about that devil's lettuce in Newcastle. It's got everyone going. And uh, whatever these Newcastle Knights have been taking, holy, how good was finals week one, especially for the Newcastle Knights, which we'll digest a little bit later. Probably not our best performance, 80 minutes, but we found a way. We dug deep. Yeah. For those Nova Castrians, and they got the win, the Newcastle Knights, 30-28. Cambo, you were over there. How Bloody good, was it? Yeah, it was outstanding. And um, as you said, wasn't wasn't the best performance for the full 80 minutes. But um, I don't know. I think uh, we, we, we spoke earlier in the season and Knights were at a stage where I think they'd lost four or five by a margin of less than 10 points. And a lot of those teams that were beating them were better teams, but they were playing ugly and winning, like winning ugly, you know what I mean? And now that Knights started to, I don't know, they've got all the markings of a good team when you can I don't know, drop drop your standards for a period of time in the game but still find a way to win. That's the thing. These good sides all over the years, I'm, I know in the last three, four seasons, like Panthers, they've been the benchmark. There's been times, you know, even against bottom four sides or that teams who are struggling to find that top eight mark or even the top sides. Mm. They've played, played teams where, you know, they've struggled to get points on the board and it's been like one to 12 or one to six points and they found ways to win. Yeah. And Newcastle Knights... Just like this on the weekend, it was probably a tough, tough, gritty win that we needed. And it was very similar to the Dolphins game a few weeks back when we we only just got yeah. the win, you know? So it doesn't matter. I, th- I think a good team can find a way to win and at all win costs. Ugly, yeah. You, you look at the Canberra Raiders, like 84% completion rate. Like mm. you got Tarpany ran for like a, a 200 metres. And then you look at our star in front rowers, like Leo Thompson, the Nightmare, and Jacob Safidi. They only ran for like 66 metres each. Really? Yeah, I'm, that's what I, I mean. I thought Leo Thompson still had a pretty big he game. Did. Yeah. But, um, mate, the Raiders just went to sleep for 15 minutes there. I, I saw it was like from the 47th to the 62nd minute, 
was the night's four second half tries. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. It was it was just after that second half, and they come out there, and I was like talking to the boys. I was like, I'm actually getting a little bit worried here. Like this is. Uh, what we've seen the last nine, ten weeks, I was like, this is very un- the the modern day Newcastle Knights side. Yeah, but then I, I was a little bit worried when um, I noticed Hastings didn't come out for the second half. But um, yeah, they found a way. Well, Tyson Gamble found a way. The fucking little machine that he is. He's he's honestly he is a goer. Like um, I can understand why people don't like him, but he's just so competitive and clearly. Like, and that's what they say about, like, a player like Thurston. Like, he wasn't the best player. And, you know, in the end of his career, like, he actually fucking was the probably the hardest worker. So, did become the best player. But you can see, like, Tyson Gamble right now. Like, he's not the most talented half in the competition, as we'll touch on, as <laughs> Willie Mason uh, we'll, we'll alluded get, to. But, we'll be getting to that, yeah. But, um, but, man, he just competes on every play and works hard. Like, he's... Yeah, like a dog chasing a bone, mate. Like I, I guess skill only gets you so far, but it comes from the grunt and the want to win. And yeah. you know, he you know, he left Brisbane. He played oh, like his and, first and, and first four year first didn't grade last year. Good, good turn no, there either. No, actually, we, I I think that's been swept under the rug about Selwyn Cubbo, ship ship bloke, wee bloke, shit coach. I think that can mm. can 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 Kevy coach yeah. I think that's swept under the rug a little bit. Yeah, he's been brought he's, up. In he's there. probably in contention for coach of the year, so maybe. <laughs> yeah, like, like you said, Gamble left bad terms, first proper year of first grade, and then come to the Newcastle, and people maybe thought it was like a little band aid fix. And there was yeah. times where media, especially, questioned does he have a spot in this side? But this last five, six weeks, especially. Fucking hell! It's it's so good to see him in the red and blue on the Newcastle Knights jersey. It's it's a player that yeah. you would love to have in your side. But fuck, if he wasn't playing for the Knights, Cambo, he'd be my most hated player. Honestly. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know. I suppose it helps being a impartial viewer. But um, I can I can completely understand why opposition fans take a disliking to him. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. But, yeah, it's starting off from over there. A pretty decent weather day over at Mac Jones Stadium. Oh, it was phenomenal. And uh, 29,950-something. Yeah, um, 29,500, I think it was, which I was actually expecting a little bit more because um, I said to people the last couple of games that had been sold out, like they have to technically keep a couple seats for, you know, those three, six, nine game memberships where they just go up to the gate on the day and ask for their membership yeah. ticket. But obviously, being the finals, there's no members' tickets allocated. But um, isn't the capacity 33,000? Yeah, I believe so. But someone told me the other day they're not allowed to have over 30,000 there now. That's what someone told me the other day. But they said that was for normal season games. But then, yeah, because the record's 3,200. And that was for like a, the yeah, Australia 32, Kiwi. 32,000, was it? Yeah, yeah, 30, yeah, 30, uh, 32, yeah 32,000. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, 32. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I've taken people, a leaf people. out of... Uh, Big Ben Fleming's book. Whenever they go over the speaker and say the the capacity twenty nine thousand five hundred and forty eight, I say, well, what about the people on the roof? <laughs> <laughs> he loves that, yeah. eh? Hey, all the Bay Nine, like we all, like they were quite. I know, I saw you all walk in because I was Bay Ten or whatever, but um, yeah, you were quite scattered around. But we all have a. Guess I noticed everyone running. Yeah. We all have a guessing game before when we march on the way there. Oh, like we guess, yeah, we're guessing how many, how many how many the crowd's going to be. Tom Smith, he's always like, oh, probably forty. 6,000. I was like, mate, he's saying Suncorp Stadium. He goes, yeah, well, the people on the roof. I'm fucking, I'm so over it. Every second, every second. <laughs> I don't mind it at all. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm going to start it off walking in to Mac Jones Stadium. Uh, we had the Daily Blues News. Bluey, Joshy Nielsen, he come with us with his uh, Zach's cousin. He's mates with Zach's cousin, so he joined the Bay Nine Rats. Oh, yeah, yeah. Walking into the stadium, oh, sorry, into the car park of outside Mac Jones. The lineup to get in was fucking outrageous. It was crazy. Mm. So we we usually walk around to the left and go around the back car park entrance oh, to the yeah, side yeah, on yeah. the uh, northern uh, hill. Yep. Before that, we'll walk through the car park. Next minute in this buddy... Rolls Royce, bloody fucking million dollar car. Oh, Jesus. Nearly ran us over. Mr. NRL, or CEO of the NRL, David Gallup, he nearly ran us all over. Remember David Gallup? Yeah. Yeah, former. Former NRL CEO. Mate, he... Good mate of Brett Stewart, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway... Mate, whatever he's doing, if he's doing the A-League now or the cricket. Uh, he, he was at one point. He was doing um, one of them, but... No, nah, the Todd Greenberg's doing the cricket. Oh, is he? So, yeah. I, I think David Gallo might be doing Soccer Australia or fo- Soccer Football. Sorry, A-League yeah. listeners. And we're Mate, stuck with Andrew Abdo. He is looking tanned. Like, David Gallup. Mate, whatever he he's doing be, uh, in post-rugby league. More, he might r- be rugby pumping league the melanin into him, doing a couple of bodybuilding <laughs> comps. I'm telling you, whatever he's been doing post-rugby league, if he's in the soccer, if he's in the cricket, or if he's retired, mate, he is looking good. And it's so funny because it was this it was the second last car park in front of where um, the stadium was, and Bluey's screaming out, "Come on, can't we get in closer? This is the former NRL CEO. Get him closer. Get him closer." Security guards are running over, going like, "Please leave him alone." Former yeah. CEO, yeah, and he's <laughs> Andrew Abdo's car's closer, <laughs> mate. So that was that was that was good signs from the get go. Then walking into Mac Jones Stadium. 30,000 screaming Nova Castrians. Shout out to all all the brickies that come up to us and, you know, got photos or come out some some good yarns and that with us. Also caught up with the Knighted Boys. Lincoln, I believe his first name is. Lincoln the, the They've got some... Um, I noticed a few people wearing their merch out. Oh, it's great. I just checked it out it's online. It's good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, they've remade the 03 finals tee and the T-shirt that they chucked out to everyone after they... Won the grand final, not this one. Yeah, yeah, the, the other this one. This one was obviously released in the lead up to the game, but then there's the one with the big night. On yeah, it with this. Actually, yeah. you wore that shirt on Sunday. Yeah, fucking every second photo that the NRL or Channel Nine are putting up, you fucking your big mugs in the background. Yeah, the big Where's Wally <laughs> shot of the crowd. Yeah, the, 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 the new how. segment Where's Camper. <laughs> yeah, so I was in, like, I'm just watching the video replay, and like, I could see myself in like three different ones, but. And mum was beside me, but she wasn't in any of them. <laughs> and I was like, where were you? There's a, there's a couple of good ones where you got a uh, flamo and I, like you can see how oh, big yeah. heads there, dolls there. Mate, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, sitting down, watching, getting to the bit of the game. We'll probably, we can pick in more of the game later on, but fuck, it was just, honestly. Well, all four of those tries were just directly down our corner, eh? It was, the majority of the game, that first half was all down our, our yeah. end, and then the second half, it was a lot up our end again, so. It was hectic, well, yeah. And a nice little touch from the Newcastle Knights, handing out those little flags, all oh, medium-sized yeah, yeah. flags, mate. Yeah. To give all them out to all the Bay, eight, Bay 9 and Bay 8 members, I ended up give, getting one extra for you so to give to you your pay, daughter. did you pay extra for your ticket? No, we paid, like... I think I paid like 55. 48 bucks or 50 bucks or something. Yeah. $51 after, after we paid. The, yeah, after yeah. The ticket yeah, $51. Bucks. And we didn't even know we were getting flags. And yeah, we got right in there and so had the flags. Yeah, I we, didn't we, that. I f- mate, I felt like Damo the flag man. <laughs> but um, you must have had to tick your Raiders fan 
to go down in the other like they had maybe bay two and bay three. Yeah, because I noticed they were giving out Raiders fan. Yeah, yeah, so the, flags. Yeah, so they had the Raiders away section. Yeah, you needed to choose those tickets. Yeah. But after a while, they weren't selling many, so they end up just opening it up to everyone. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, because they were the only tickets left out of the whole stadium. Um, so they opened it up for the rest of the Newcastle Knights fans to get in. Yeah, and right. Got, but that like, it was a bit... Um, it, nah, was like, it looks good. It, was like, go- it, it looked great on telly. It's and then, better than those stupid fucking plastic things that just go in landfill, like the fry, no fry. Oh, that's, so, that's, just, that's ridiculous. Yeah, now. Fuck, I want to blow up on that. The fry... Fry or no fry? I was saying that. I'm like, is that meant to say try? Like, what's that meant to be punning? <laughs> no and then fry. it's just fry. Like, get a fry grip. night footy. <laughs> you get enough. You get enough bunker buddy referee things oh. on the thing. Like, you don't need more buddy shit advertising. I'm still gonna go there every Sunday to get my zinger stacker. You oh. don't need any more advertising. But just on that, like a couple of the decisions um, over the weekend that the ref sent to the bunker, like. He's standing over it, uh, standing over a potential held up. Like the Cam McGuinness one comes to mind. And yes. there was one in the night. There was game. one in the night. The Raiders well. guy was held up. But I'm like, mate, you're looking. No camera is going to get a, a better view than what you're looking at, mate. And then he, and I mean, I suppose because it's a semi, they have to do it. But fuck. But then he, they watched it like six or seven times. And Just the crowd, looking to determine. The, the Raiders were all ready to attack for the next play. Yeah. The crowd's booing. Like, get on with the game. And then they finally got on. Everyone was yipping and yahoo and like, finally. Like, yeah. just, yeah. uh, in, in all seriousness, it helped the Knights because they got some more time to um, reset their line and get a couple of good breaths in because the Raiders yeah. were on an attack there. Yeah. 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 So, mate, fucking great day at Mac Jones Stadium. Indeed. Uh, uh, let's quickly... Review. I get my previews and my reviews mixed up, which I'm always emphasizing. Review. If I'm going review or preview, we're doing a review. We'll go through the games. Right. Camber, you're going to take it through us. It was, uh, yeah, take final, it us. finals week one, which was, yeah, a heck of finals footy, even yeah. though there's not as many games on the telly, but we're getting our fix and oh, yeah, but that all, medicine. They're all quality. Um, and what a quality performance the Brisbane Broncos put on yeah. uh, Melbourne Storm up there at Suncorp. 26 nil it was. On Friday night, and um, yeah, I, I don't think there's any other words to describe it other than a bit of a masterclass. Hey, like I, I thought the Storm would win. To be honest, um, I, yeah, I, mate, I took the Storm <coughs> and to cover. Yeah, well, four and a half points was it? Oh, I don't know. I actually had them one to twelve, but yeah, mate, the Bronx just turned up to play, and it was only eight nil at half time, so I was definitely still in reach. But Melbourne just couldn't match their intensity and I mean I suppose it would have been very hard for them going up there at Suncourt but um yeah and us and in the 70 uh 71st 71st minute 73rd minute um the the clash was um yeah even saddened by the loss of Pappenhausen I was just about to mention that I was like I know (laughs) plenty of people saying it but yeah devastating news for Pappy and I'm sure the whole rugby league community is mourning for that bloke because he is one of the all-time blokes and you know, just to see him like, work so hard to come back in just over 12 months to get back out there yeah. and then, wow, compound. And nah, it, it didn't, wasn't a Yeah, it didn't end up being yeah. a compound fracture, but still. But it and was a fucking mess. Like, it was actually exactly what I've done to my leg. And um, Oh, was it same same injury? Yeah, the non-weight-bearing bone. <sighs> and he's going to have to have, the, like, the plate and his ankle dislocated, so the tendon on the inside of his ankle snapped. But... Um, like I did that in May of whatever year it was, 2019, and I was back playing. 
October. I played that yeah. Mudgy 7. Well, they reckon he's going to be back training so, full-time mate, in the new year. If a battler like me can do it, I'm on Pappy's side. Yeah. Oh, you'd love to see him back for round one next year. That I think would be he awesome. will be. Yeah. Like, I, I, no I was doubt. talking to the boys about that. With those, like, when you're coming back from such a like, devastating injury of that knee um, oh, yeah. uh, reconstruction explosion. explosion. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Do you, do you reckon when you come back from the injury of that, you favour that injury – so much, it's so much in your mind that way. Like, and this is not medical ter- talking here, but you, you, like you, you, your body just gets, bite. yeah, you, your body just comes a bit unbalanced because you're so worried about, you know, it's like oh. if you've got a sore shoulder and then you're protecting that shoulder, but then you're not worried about your neck nah. and your other shoulder and that. Or do you reckon he's just gone nah. in and. Nah, like I've had some. Well, just a freak, it, it was like just a freak accident. Yeah, well, it was a freak accident. Um, yeah, I've come back from a lot of injuries and you do think about it and you think about it all the way up until the ball's kicked and then someone's running at you and you just do what you got to do. Yeah. Um, but Adrenaline takes over in the end, I guess. On what's... Like, the actual mechanism for what happened is Nelson's actually accidentally fucking hip-dropped him. So that's why they're stamping out the hip drop tackle and the leg... Like, the whole motion of leg swinging around. But people shouldn't be milking it. Like... No. If it's legit... Yeah, it fucking hurts, and it can snap bones like we've seen. But if you actually watch the footage again, Nelson has accidentally fucking thrown his own teammate. His yeah, le- yeah, just collapsed his leg. Yeah, but I guess it's end of the day. Like they're you know they're on so much money, and you know they're playing for so much. It's just yeah, like the the, 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 nation, the national rugby league. But like, where do you draw the line? Like people do whatever they can to win. Well, and it's just like how do they stamp it out of the game for milking? Like, but how, yeah. where do you draw the line on All who's right. milking well, and who isn't milking? Here's how we determine who's milking and crush a fucking penalty: send them off for a neck injury assessment, mate. It's your neck. If you're milking that, like if you're if you've genuinely hurt your neck, like. You probably want to get that checked out as much as you want to get your head checked out. But then, then I, 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 mate, I don't worry. I agree with exactly what you're saying. But then you got blokes like your hard workers, like Cam McGuinness or your Cam Murray's that will get a neck injury and they'll still try and stand up and get out there to play. Yeah, and then exact same gonna, as they, they, exact they, same as a HIA. That's what we've just come to. We've come to accept that. Yeah. And then, where, but when do you draw the line? Fair, like you know. Uh, Mate, I know, you, I, I know, if you're next sort, get off. Yeah, but is it is that gonna? What I'm saying is, it could get rid of this milking and that, but will it? Is hundred percent. Is it, they're gonna find another way? Hundred percent. Yeah. It will. Like, did Joseph Sawali stay down on Saturday night when he got? Fucking jammed in the head by Graham? No, mm. it was only because the doctor said at half time, mate, you've been dead. Well, they deem that only at a category three, and the the reason why he's not playing this weekend because it's like his second or third concussion in three months. Yeah, so cat three is like the, the yeah. So it wasn't even category one which they come out about. So they were expecting him to go out straight away. So yeah, but oh, uh, yeah. as I said, the, the milking and uh, all that nonsense is really starting to. Be a bit of a Hindrance. nuisance on yeah, yeah on the game and man you know it will take to like a, a state of origin decider or a yeah. grand final where that will be the match defining call you know and like imagine if it happened to one of Sticky's players against yeah. him well just Pasha Bulk with two point zero and I suppose we may as well review that game while we're on it um the game that Sawali was ruled out of at half time at thirteen twelve uh, a very brave effort by the Sydney Roosters I must say. Um, sh- thoughts on the Sharks there? The Trindle kick just hurts, doesn't it? That 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 first kick. This what? Um, where do you, what, what do you say? To, what do you say with the Sharks? I was honestly? listening to Matt Rogers talk about that on the on the radio, and so that 
so Sione Katoa ran that in from the sideline, and I've gone, oh, yeah, you beauty. Like, I literally said on the lounge to Charlie, I was watching with him, and I said, mate, like, he's just gone from a guaranteed four-pointer to a guaranteed six-pointer. Like, that's a massive play in a final. And then Tricky Trindle takes it back to the 20. It was shocking. Like, it was adjacent, nearly adjacent, like, to the post. Like, why are you going back so far? Look, I can't talk. I'm a reserve grader, so take And this. they say those kicks are the hardest to I know. kick, which I, which I agree. I, I, I know, but it's these players, like, you're, you're professionals. You're at the top of the tippity top, yeah. and you can't be fucking those things up. It was, like when Le, it was like the other week, I know we're going back, but when Latrell Mitchell missed that goal right in front against yeah. the Newcastle Knights, like, yeah. you do not, if you're the goal kicker for your professional... Rugby league side or rugby union side or whatever, you ask those moments. And you do con- not miss them. And on the contrary, um, Trent Robinson came out in his press conference and said, "Kudos to Billy Smith um, for taking those goals. He was actually their fifth string goal kicker. Fifth, yeah. Like he doesn't even practice during the week. Oh, yeah, well, he's he's out this week for a facial recons. Oh, broken jaw, broken, yeah. broken Tim McGraw. But um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that that game." Sharks, like the difference. What, what, was do, a what Sam do you say? Walker like that's that's five semi-final losses in the row for the Sharks, and Is it? yeah, it's five semi-final losses. So um, this year, last year they lost two. Yeah, and right. Then the year before two. It's just like I can't remember where I saw it, but there, uh, Fox League flashed up, and I saw a photo of it. Um, their record against top eight teams in like the last must have been like since twenty eighteen, and it was appalling. Um, like they win the games they got to win, and that's what good footy teams do. But and now this is—I won't call it an attack on the fans, but you know they, they played at that um, Shark Park, twelve and a half thousand capacity. They, they talk about how good the atmosphere there is, and the crowds chip, ch- chipping away and yahooing. And but watching the game, Cambo, I didn't feel like there was much atmosphere there at all. Like I felt like the Cronulla fans were. A bit more quiet than what they've been making it out to be. Finals yeah, time. I, don't know. I probably didn't pay too much. I heard a lot more roosters cheers more than anything. It sounded like it was a roosters home game. Like, um, like it's the small things I noticed during the game. But you know, just the way they were talking up all week, like, oh no, we deserve to play there. And see, just quickly on that, my opinion of that is, um, like, if you finish, like, technically, in my eyes, I don't really believe fifth and sixth should get home semi final. Yeah, even, even well, mate, I, I, I completely hard, it's agree. Hard. It's hard. So, like, um, yeah, like it, it was too small, man. It was too small. Uh, Alliance has got to be the go there. And even imagine, Combank. imagine Combank if they Alliance. just said, imagine they just said the NRL, like the NRL took all the gate, the beer, everything from Mac Jones on the weekend, mm. as they would have points bet. They should just say, like, we're not deciding where the fifth versus eight and six versus seven games are until. We know who they are. I, I like that. And imagine imagine they had a double header. Saturday, they have five, eight, six, seven, all at Allianz. Even oh. at a core, they'd get eighty in there. But even if you you know, you play that Newcastle Knights Canberra Raiders game at Combank. I know it's it's like right in the middle. You know, you meet yeah, them meet them halfway. So. You know, you got yeah, Combank, brand around. new stadium. But again, bias coming out. Fuck, this, you're playing it the was, home semi-final at the Newcastle Knights ground. Yeah. You see Joey like just talking about it after the game. He's like, mate, I have not seen this even from when yeah. I was playing. And yeah. It, it, yeah, so that, it's maybe something to look at. But well, yeah, I suppose we've already reviewed the Knights-Raiders game, so yeah, we'll move I, on to the Panthers versus the Warriors. Now, this clash was, um, yeah, the scales were definitely 
skewed in favour of Penrith after this Sean Johnson omission. Penrith were going to win that game earlier in the week when Sean Johnson was ruled out. Let's be honest. Yeah, 100%. And the Panthers, to their credit, they were absolutely clinical. And they'll be they'll be so, so buoyed by the week off. I, that Nathan Cleary try, that individual try he scored. That was pretty impressive. This is king of the hyperbole, Andrew Voss here. That was one of the greatest individual tries by halfback I have seen in in a long time. That <laughs> he didn't was even terrific. score the try, Dan. Uh, <laughs> didn't he not? <laughs> no. When he re- no, he scored a try. When he did the double with, under. With the boot off. No, not that one. No, 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 no. Oh, he did the, score a he, try, the, yeah. Later on, he did the double under with his two uh, with his front row and his back row running back on the inside. Then he just busted through, nearly untouched, and then mm. just ran through it. He did an awkward put down. But that was honestly such a great try. And, you know, you, you talk about some of the greats of the game. He's only like, what, 26 years old. Have a go at this. All runs, 33. All run metres, 194. Cleary. Cleary. For a halfback. Yeah. Incredible. Um, Such a good just player. Just trying to look for his action. Shame he can't reasons. do that for the Blues, Kimbo. Yeah. That, <laughs> see, that's the final frontier for him, for me. Um, like, I've heard the debate. I heard it on uh, NRL 360 last night, how they were trying to class him in the same category as John's Thurston, all those characters. Gordon Tallis was spot on, I thought, with what he said about it on 360. Well, it's just too soon in yeah, any he regard. He was just like, well, yeah, like club cl- club footy, mate, great player. Yeah. But, yeah, like you, if you want to talk about the all-time greats, you're talking about international, state of origin, yeah. club footy, just all around, on and off the field. Yes, Cleary's up there, but is he there yet? It's way too early to call we're looking another 10 years' time. Yeah, he probably will be. And Joey and Thurstow and all those blokes weren't dominating Origin until past the fifth year in their career either. Exactly. Like, when did Cleary actually debut? Would it have been 2017, 18? He, he was 18 at the time, I'm so he's 26 now. Yeah. 18 he was. When he de- debuted for Penrith. So you're saying he's been playing in the NRL since 20 what? 2017 or 2018 he debuted. That's six years. Shit. We're in 2023, Cambo. Sorry to break it to you, champion. He's only 25. 14. Oh, my God. He's only 25, and he debuted 2016. And to think that we've got his former half partner on this show sometimes, Sammy Elwin. Man. And to think where Sammy could have been. No, he's not Sammy's former half partner. Sammy's about 35 years old. No, they played 20s at Penrith together when Cleary was two years younger than him. I thought Sammy, Sammy was a 94 model. I nah, he's yeah, he's ninety five, mate. Ninety five. Yeah, yeah, fuck's ninety five and staying alive. <laughs> Doing the five. <laughs> yeah, right. No, well Sammy Elwin shut the Nathan gate. would have been too young anyway. No, he's he played he, he, they, I've seen footage. I was um I put up on our story a couple of weeks ago when Nathan Sammy was filling have, in. Nathan must have been playing twenties at eighteen then. Oh, I think he played twenties when he was seventeen. Yeah, well then that's when they would have explains a lot. Parts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Sammy, Sammy reckons he taught the whole Penrith system what they know today. So, yeah, but yeah that was um, that, dominating performance. By, very hard to believe. Dominating performance by Penrith. I mean, you, you know, prelim week off. Does Jerome Luai come back for the prelim? Or do you reckon he's done? Um, I don't know. Tough one. I think it's ju- that'd just be a um, a day to day thing. I reckon. I was going to talk about this later, but we might as well bring it up now. Talking about Penrith and the Warriors. So you didn't know that. You'd be familiar with that Warriors song going like, Up the Wars. Yeah, up I the Wars, up the Wars. It's like the rendition oh, of yeah. um, 
How bizarre. Yeah, how, how bizarre. bizarre. So, so Penrith put up Penrith put up a video of a remake of that song called Up the Pass. It was like, we're going for a three-peat. We got Nathan Cleary up the pass. Anyway. Oh, I did see the Twitter post or whatever. They, um, Penrith have had to come down. They have to take it off their Instagram, off their TikTok. And the CEO of Penrith had to go and apologise to the New Zealand Warriors CEO. Like, honestly, well, I talked about this last week. The Warriors, the Waz, more like the wah, wah, wahs. Oh. You just cannot take a joke. You're going to complain about an Up The Pars video. That was fucking funny. Yeah. What's what's this NRL world coming to? I don't, Bunch of sorks. The, the yeah, wahs. Well, 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 I don't know. It's just... Pours more fuel on the fire, and yeah, I'd love to see the the Nas <laughs> get, get up this weekend. Up um, the Nelson Assol Sol- Solomona, yeah, up the yeah. Nas. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Melbourne can post that if they beat <laughs> if they beat Roosters. Up the Nas, up the Nas. <laughs> and what about Val Holmes? Up the nose, up the nose. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> take a quick quick break, and we'll get back into it. All right, Cambo, new segment this Cambo. week. Cambo, right. Cambo, <laughs> new segment. Dan's dynamite. The listeners they love when we blow up. The Light both the of fuse. us. So get the dynamite out. The TNT. Let's blow. Get up. that match. Start lighting it because I got something to blow up about Cambo, and I'm not What's happy. That, Dan? He's not happy. <sighs> the bartenders at McJones Stadium. McJones. McJones Stadium. McDonald Jones Stadium. The bartenders. Where do they get these members from? Like, I appreciate that you come in and, like, I know this sounds mean. Like, I appreciate what you're doing and you've all got your RSA, you're trying to make a quick buck, whatever. Like, really appreciate it. But when there's limited bars, especially in the Joey John stand, how about you just, there's like two or three beers to choose from. How about one of you just pour constantly? The, the line is ridiculously yeah, long. One enough. of you just get on the pour and start pouring and pouring and pouring. And that way, when you go out there, yeah, four golds, love, just bang. And, you know, you, you know, I like me white rats, me Jim Beams, a bit of a bourbon drinker. They are dog shit. Okay, you might think they're dog <laughs> shit, but this is not what I'm talking about, Cambo. Your dentist hates you. When you're going up and you're getting a can of drink, I don't care if it's beer, if it's bourbon, if it's a seltzer or whatever, and they get it out, and like, yeah, four Jim Beams, and they get them out one by one, and they put it on there, and they get their fella? fucking <laughs> grubby little fingers, and they open it, or they get their spoon, like, bang, and sometimes they can't get it open, they're, like, fiddling you away. You use a spoon. I'm like, why do, you ha- why do you have to open them for me? Why don't you just oh, give them no. to me? I'm going to fucking drink it. No, that's, um, that's RSA. Uh, Sorry, yeah, uh, RSA. Maybe this to, uh, dynamite's blowing up at the RSA. This is ridiculous. Get your grubby little hands and your fucking little spoon. The only spoon that should be doing, Cambo, is... With me in my alone time. No, well, but, oh no, you but, have to use a spoon because if, you, if you've ever worked in a bar and you're just ripping cans all night, mate, it happens to me after a, after a big couple of days on the piss, like my fourth finger, I must just open cans with my fourth finger all the time. And like if I go away on a, like a weekend away camping or whatever, and you know, like my camping trips are just show up, drop your swag. <laughs> Drop, drink, drop, drop your jacks. Drink a cube <laughs> as quick as you can. Like my fourth fingernail gets sore. Well, is it the, the uh, fingernail cubicle? Is it called a cubicle underneath? The oh no, your cuticle <laughs> is at the top. Is that the like the? That's what's the moon? What's the what's the one underneath? Like the thin little nail. That's just your fingernail. Because I open it up, but I dig it underneath there, and I get 
fuck them like a nah, but hundred percent. The techers is okay, to use okay, the, spoon. the techers. Oh, but how about they work on their techers, Cambo? Because it was disgraceful. Like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, full gym beams. It's like fucking missing out. I'm like looking at the TV. The TV is on the small screen Sorry, in the corner. I'm oh, just give me my fucking drinks and listen, beers. Mate, listen, mate. You want all the people to pack into Mac Jones? You want it to be twenty nine thousand five hundred every week? Listen to what I've got to say to you, Dan. If you pray for rain, you got to deal with the mud, son. That was Dan's dynamite. <laughs> I, think I think I'll be back next week. Cambo's Corner. What's in Cambo's Corner this week, Cambo? Yeah, well, scooch on over to Cambo's Corner. This week, a uh, little recommendation for you. I've got a book recommendation. It is The Wolf You Feed, the Wayne Bennett book that has just been released. Uh, and it has been... Written by Andrew Webster? Yeah, during his time uh, in between coaching the New Zealand Warriors. <laughs> I was just about to say, and not the New Zealand Warriors coach. Yeah, nah. It's, um, I actually downloaded the sample on Apple Books and read it earlier in the week, and it just came out today. So Who narrates it? Um, what do you mean? Like, oh, so the sample book. I was thinking, is there an audio book of it? Oh, like there's a prologue that Webby's written. Um, oh, but the sample. Oh, no, nah, I don't know. I didn't. I just actually read the book. Manny Nable would be good. Yeah. And here comes Wayne Bennett. Um, but what, what no, this coach? It's, it's, it's up to this point, like, uh, it's just quite a bit about his early life. And um, it's got a lot of quotes. Like, Andrew Webster must have interviewed, like, a, a, a crazy amount of people. Hey, I remember him talking about on SEN on uh, Morning Glory with Matty Johns uh, six months ago. And like, he was in the work with it. And. Just the amount of people that he was chasing to yeah. get interviews with and, you know, referring back to Wayne. He, uh, he, him and Wayne must have, like, a good relationship. Oh, they'd have to. <laughs> you, um, you'd have to. You'd have to put a lot of trust in him. Well, actually, Wayne, uh, Andrew Webster approached him and said, mate, I want to write a book about you. And apparently Bennett said, right, oh, well, you can't write a book about me if you don't talk to me. <laughs> and he goes, if you're going to do it, do it right. That's good. And um, Uncle Wayne. For reference, Wayne Bennett does have three other books, but I believe they're all written by Steve Crawley, who's now the box, boss of Fox League. I shan't be reading them. Um, <laughs> nah, the hot I, think, tip. Um, I think I'm going to read Don't Die With The Music In You um, after I finish this one, to be honest. It's Is that second, one of his old ones? Yeah, yeah okay. Oh, mate, I'll, I'll definitely be reading this uh, latest, Wayne Bennett. But yeah, like a quick excerpt from the book. Like he talks about... Like in the prologue, I think um, Webby talks about because I don't think Bennett really. I think so. James Gavay or James Gavay's dad has approached Webby after finding out about um, him read, writing this book. And is he the ex Knights player? Ex front Knights, a bit of a journeyman. Knights, West Tigers, Brisbane. Yeah, the front rower. Now he's back actually playing reserve grade at Warriors. Oh um, right, yeah. So yeah, fair journeyman, but um, yeah, apparently he played. I think he played like 20 minutes around one with Brisbane when Wayne was coaching there. Got injured and was literally just in a hole. And like Wayne Bennett just showed up to his place one day unannounced, just tidied the whole joint up, put all his washing on, made his bed. Like he was, he was fucked. Like he couldn't get off the lounge. Like yeah, his yeah. leg was fucking broken or something like that. But um, yeah, I think um, Webby just said like, why did you go and do that? And he just goes, this is what people do. <laughs> fucking hell like he, just, I don't know just, it hits you hey it hits you fucking re- like just hearing that that's yeah, massive listeners if you get the chance read the book it's pretty accessible I'm pretty sure there will be an audio book I haven't checked that out 
I've just been reading it on my phone. Yeah, I think um, I'd be interested to see if he touches on his time at Newcastle as well. That's very interesting because, you know, that's probably some years where he found his least success. He made a prelim, but besides that, you know, when he went through the adversity with um, the Alex McKinnon situation, I read there was a a snippet about that um, of the player he hasn't forgiven. There's a part of him that hasn't forgive the player that was involved in the tackle and that. So yeah, right. Yeah, that, that, that hey, it's going to be interesting. But yeah, definitely, Bricky's out there. If our Bricky's can read, we'll get <laughs> someone to read it for you. Well, maybe what we should do, Cambo. <laughs> we'll, we'll get we'll get a we'll get you to get the book, and we can set you up the chapter microphone by chapter, and you can set up a look. Mate, yeah, each week, right, read a little snippet from the book, give, give the brickies, <laughs> and you can explain the words to them and really dumb it down for our brickies out there because sometimes our brickies don't really know what I'm saying. <laughs> Cambo's Corner, that, is that it for Cambo's Corner? That is it. Beautiful. Right, Cambo is back this week again, and we have got... The Rugby League Talking Points of the Week, everyone's favourite segment, the Bricky's favourite segment. It's the Bricky segment. We're going to start it off with something a Bricky would do, the Jack White and biting incident, which happened at Mac Jones Stadium on the weekend, Cambo. So yeah. basically, Tyson Gamble had his forearm around the facial area of old Jack Biton, and uh, yeah, a few teeth marks left all over his forearm. He's got up going, he's bit me, he's bit me, and mate, still saliva and that all over it. Maybe need to get a tetanus shot after that. I don't know. <laughs> Thoughts on that, Cambo? Well, you wouldn't be getting a tetanus shot because that is when you come into contact with metal. But um, oh, is it? Is it oh, I thought it was an animal thing as well. No, that'd be a rabies shot. Okay, but there's no rabies in Australia, Dan, or so we know. Um, <laughs> mind you, um, what are my thoughts on this? My first thought: Does Jack White not wear a mouth guard? Yeah, he does. A lot of players don't wear mouth guards, oh and all, the God. MG on the radio. Uh, Shout out the MG, follows the podcast. He, yeah, he was like, oh, yeah, he was defending White and saying, like, he doesn't wear a mouth guard. And he was like, oh, what do you expect? The forearm was around his face. I'm like, mate, 90% of the time, there's forearms around your face in every single tackle and nobody else seems to bite. Nah, I do. I don't know. I can see both sides of the story, both sides of the incident, I, I suppose. I saw a great comment the other day, yesterday afternoon. It was like, oh, he's trying to get use of all 24 teeth at the moment because when he goes to Redfern, he's got to pull them all out. I was like, that's a bit harsh. <laughs> that's not too bad. <laughs> what do we got next? Continuing on with Tyson Gamble, the old Willie Mason Tyson Gamble. I've got the quote here. So, Willie Mason on the podcast Levels Network, and we love Big Willie. We love Big Willie. We love Big Willie, don't we? Agree, we do. You love it more than others. Oh, I love Big Willie. Anyway, Willie Mason, make a long quote shorter. You take Ponger out of Newcastle, that's probably the worst fucking spine in the game. Willie Mason via the Levels podcast. Anyway, Tyson Gamble, he's come back out to say he's gone fucking... He's gone back at Big Willie. He's gone, tell him to get fucked. We're a team <laughs> of blokes who do their job, and that's why we're in the position we're in. Mate, that God, is a Bricky's quote. Oh, I love that from Tyson Gamble, and I love it from Big Willie. And to make this even better, Cambo, you've got to look at this. From theperfnow.com.au, this headline, Newcastle's Gamble gives Big Willie a tongue lashing. <laughs> <laughs> that's not too bad. They knew, no, they, in, they knew the job were at like, hand, and they nailed that one. I don't know. Sometimes Willie really misses the mark, I reckon. Eh? <laughs> like, I listened to that podcast 
twice weekly, and sometimes I just shake my head and go, "Oh, mate." And I think that's why it, that eh? podcast is so great because Willie comes out and he says some great things, and he also says some outrageous statements. And I'm just mate, like, "Billy, Willie, pretty outrageous when you got halves pairings in the comp, like the the dogs are." Wheeling out, or even like Canberra on the weekend. Like you tell me, Fogarty and um, Frawley. Are what about your mate from the Tigers? Who's that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> what is his name? Well, exactly. Oh, that shows how much. What is bro? Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> he is a shocker, mate. Oh, oh. you know, I and I don't think Big Willie meant any harm in saying that, but nah. you know, if it's going to fire up our Nova Castor and Hartfuls, then so it be, and we move on to the next week when we got the Wars. Yeah. Fucking brilliant stuff. But as they always says, why have a big willy when you can have a great tongue? They always says that, don't they, Dan? <laughs> okay, moving on. Mentioned the earlier, Val Holmes, how silly. Oh, mate. Oh, Val. Go dunk your head in an ice cream bowl three times and pull it out twice not a big tinker just not a big nathan tinkler like if i was um i don't know i understand like they've got to get their personal brand out there and that just get off social media the lot of years <laughs> like out of season get it out of mind <laughs> I, you know what the, the, the first thing that came to my mind when i saw the val holmes photo i thought of uh what are you doing mate yeah, <laughs> toddy payton and dean 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 pay Dean Pay and Toddy Payton, he's like, they found the, found the podium. He's like, oh, sorry, coach. What do you, like, what um, do you, what do you got there? So the cops, to confiscate that from you, The mate. cops obviously can't charge him because there's no evidence of him actually. Well, he's come out and said he's denied like it was a yeah, joke. Yeah, He said it was a joke and that. But regardless, he's already guilty of bringing the National Rugby League into disrepute. So I was, I was only thinking like on my way over here, like what is – actually going to deter these players from doing this sort of shit? Well, the RLPA, one of our new things that just been brought in for this off-season, like WADA or uh, SADA, whatever they are, they're they're not allowed to test for recreational drugs during the NRL off-season. Oh, well, is it the off-season yet? Well, I mean, it's his off-season. Hey, I'll give you the hot tip. It is for the Cowboys. Yeah, that's true, but... um, I don't know. I think you just uh, got to... Fuck you, he's Donnie. Brought, he's brought the game into disrepute. So, mate, you got to hit him where it hurts. Hit him in the wallet. Like, mm. he's on a million a year. Say, ta-ta 200 grand. Like, you got to deter these players from doing this sort of shit. That's a that's an expensive bit of dandruff. 200 grand. How he's much just, is dandruff going for these days? Oh, I wouldn't know, mate. <laughs> it's not in my... Uh, Wheel of fortune? No. <laughs> but honestly, like... Bit of can we just do How a fucking pathetic? Can we do a bit of acting? You're 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 the secky, is in Toddy Payton. I'll be Val Ames. I'll be just doing my thing, you know, like your cruiser and in. What are you doing, mate? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, mate? <laughs> oh, sorry, coach. Sorry. <laughs> I heard Fletcher's take on it. Um, he said, "Mate, this is just disgraceful. <laughs> a player drinking a vodka cruiser, <laughs> double served as well, just yeah. quietly." Love it. Fucking wake up yourself. Um, the Clive Churchill medals, which goes to the man of the match on grand final day. I think this is a great idea. Previous winners mind. starting from this year, which it might have been 1986. I'm not too sure. With Peter Seven. Oh, six, was it? Not, Peter Sterling? Six or seven. Yeah, Peter Sterling. So he'll be presenting the Clive Churchill medal this year. And then he'll go winners, winners, p- passing on, so on. I think... Dylan Edwards was the previous winner last year. He's not on till 2056. So. Yeah, so 
Hopefully he's still alive and well. Footy show alive or gone. Mate, the way he plays, he'll be fucking crawling out there. Like He won't be able to move the way he plays the game of rugby league. <laughs> yeah. It's got me thinking of some of the previous ones. You, you'll be getting Robbie O'Davis. He'll be back up there. Yeah. Jack Whiten. Hopefully he doesn't bite the medal. Yeah, that'll be awkward, like the losing ones. So Was Willie Mason at Clive Churchill? He was, yeah. Big Maze? So Who else have, he got up? You'll have three losers going up there. Daily Cherry Evans, my cousin, Bradley Clyde. Yeah, they're the three losers. Uh, who else? Oh, Brad Mackay also. Brad um, Mackay. Come from a losing side. Funny you actually heard about that. So that was the 1992 grand final. Dragons played Broncos. Dragons, yes. And Jason Stevens um, compound fractured his finger in the first, like, hit up at the game or something. So he's gone to hospital. He's obviously had surgery straight away, woke up. He's seen uh, Brad Mackay, I yep. think it was, won the Clive Church. He goes, yes, you beauty, we've won the Clive. <laughs> and, then, and then they invite Wayne and Alfie up to collect the trophy. Oh, oh Jason, Jason. <laughs> Trent the Flight Stewart, go and look that up. They're fucking brilliant. Some of that acting, you know Jason Stevens is a director? Yeah. He did that Final Comet movie. It's not the greatest I'm movie. I'm not familiar with his work, but I, I listened to James Graham's podcast with him recently and it was pretty good. Ben Hunt, he's come out now and we've touched on this last week and now he's saying that his preference is to leave the Dragons, but he will be there in 2024, but probably will be leaving after that. Look, I'm a massive Ben Hunt fan, Cambo, but this is... You're also a massive Ben Hunt, <laughs> but that's beside the point. <laughs> Interesting. Anyway, I think that's... To come out publicly and say that and quote that, oh. if you're his teammates, Cambo, you are you just like, out. are you just like, mate? I don't want you fucking playing at our club if you're, if you're going to leave anyway. Well, that's the way it ha- that's the way it like ends up. You, you think you do you, like your prediction? Will Ben Hunt reserve grade, which doesn't happen, or he leaves? Will Ben Hunt be in a Dragons red V jersey in 2024? 100 percent no. And I also just saw before I walked in here that Tavita Pangai Junior is giving uh, is having a meeting with the Dolphins. <laughs> so that's that's a whole nother off mate rugby league is just so good just gift just, just so much just it narrative it's just a real life soap opera isn't it so much it? yarn just reality TV if I didn't mate. have the NRL I'd watch Home and Away every night Kurt still watches Home and Away every night. <laughs> that speaks volumes. You see him on the Facebook pages. He comments on it going, no, no, this is ridiculous. Such and such who did this to this. I'm like, Kurt, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Get <laughs> and, off Facebook, uh, Kurt. Last one for the Rugby League Talking Points of the Week. The Bulldogs. They're fetish with signing utilities and special hey, playmaking st- roles. Stones in glass houses here. The Knights have a particular affinity for doing the exact same thing. What? You. Manny, man. He's a dog, he's a dream. He's our versatile utility manny man. Actually, my, uh, Who is are, also going to the Bulldogs. Are probably more so just halves. Like, you've got Gamble, Clune. Clune's going. Clifford was on at the same time. Well, Clifford's gone. Yeah, Clifford has gone. You have Hastings. we got Hastings, Gamble. Phoenix Crossland was signed up, re-signed as a half. The Ox, the yeah. man that gives more whiplash and seatbelts. Yeah, but... um. I don't know. Don't be too quick to judge. I'm just saying the Bulldogs, you got Drew, yeah. Drewy Hutchinson, who's... Um, Drew Hutchinson. The, the Roosters have finally found out there is no new photos of Trent Robertson on his mobile phone. <laughs> and they've got Kurt Mann going there. They've got... Jamin Salmon. Jamin Salmon, the week, got a dog. Blake Taff. Yeah, so I don't know. I think, I think they're just... Oh, and I saw they signed, and I actually reckon this is a good signing, Alex Seyfarth. So the Tigers got pumped in their final game of the season. I can't even remember who it was against. But Alex Seyfarth was the only one fucking chasing every line break. <laughs> Good on you, Alex. 
not familiar with you, Alex, but uh, apparently Cambo loves his stuff. You might invite you around to Cambo's corner later <laughs> on where he's getting really getting on. But yeah, I don't know. The Bulldogs, do they get better next year? No. Yeah, exactly. Uh, finals. Week two, Cambo. We've only got the two games. Oh, Let's boom. preview, not review. We'll preview these games before we finish on Voice Castle. It's back. We've got a couple to get through. But let's get into this game. We'll go for another 10 minutes, and then you've got to bugger off out here. Finals week two, Friday, 15th of September at 7.50 p.m. Synchronise your watches. You've got the Melbourne Storm taking on the Sydney Roosters. Melbourne Storm paying $1.27 head-to-head, and the Roosters, you can get them for $3.78, which is a bit of value. That's at Amy Park in Melbourne. Gamble responsibly. Few out, but for that price, obviously. Well, yeah, they'll both have a fair few out of the back five, mind you. I don't know whether Xavier Coates has been uh, named yet or not. I'll just quickly check. He hasn't. No, he's not playing, no. And neither is young Tonna Mapea after that uh, head knock and split that he got. Oh, the murderer is back for the Roosters. Momorowski. He's back. Welcome back, the murderer, Momorowski. So, out of the Roosters back five. We we love the murderer. Out of the Roosters back five, four of them didn't play last week. And out of the Storm back five, two of them didn't play last week. Yeah, wow. So, they've been quite decimated, both of these lineups. Okay, so just on a whole, the, the six remaining teams left. Who, in your opinion has the best back five? Oh, well, full strength, probably um, probably the Chooks, but... Really? Over the Newcastle Knights, back five? Yeah. Well, they they have been quite dominant in this last... Uh, last Two couple of months. weeks, yeah. It's a fucking great back five. Um, thought Bradman was quite on the weekend, though. I think they... A lot of game without being great. Down. Yeah. Good without being great, mind you. Did a drive, did a Bricky's performance, man. Anyway, my tip down there at Amy Park, I think Melbourne will be too good, and I think they'll get them 1-12, to 12, Dan. Christian Welsh, any time. He's going to get another one. He's going to get a second one for the year. Good stuff. Big good game. Big game, Christian. Moving on, we have your... Newcastle Knights, your NIV Newcastle Knights travel to Go Media Game Stadium of the series. in Auckland. Game of the final series, Cambo. Their semi-final against the Warriors, who are coming off a loss against the Penrith Panthers. Warriors paying $1.55 head-to-head. Newcastle Knights, bit of value there for you, Dan, at $2.47. This is, at, this, is at sat, this is on Saturday at 4.05 p.m. I know sometimes you win, some, like you, you, sometimes you lose. What is, what's the saying? You win some, you lose more. So I know sometimes you win some, you lose more. But two dollars forty for the brickies—that is absolute criminal. Like well, we, I, we, I we keep on giving out advice all the time, Cambo. The both of us, Sammy does as well. You can either listen now, or you can listen later. The Newcastle Knights for two dollars forty is such good value. Jump on that, Nova Castrians. Well, uh, here's the hot tip: if they're winning, they're not winning by thirteen plus. So jump on them at three forty-five. For I'd one, say one to twelve. I don't think either. I think both of these games will be decided by one to twelve. So that's they're always around three dollars to three dollars fifty. So you can multi both of those games up for at least nine to eleven fifty. Good stat there. Good I think in you know, our last four or yes. five finals games, the number five has scored like the first, second, or third try. Yeah, I don't buy into try score stats or anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's fucking pulling a hair out of the arsehole, that one, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it it's that, it's honestly that's going to be. A great game. Obviously, the Newcastle Knights going off that extra time result on the weekend is going to take a lot yeah. out of them. It'll um, be um, it'll be very much what the Canberra Raiders faced last week. Newcastle going over there, in my opinion. Mm. Do you yeah. think? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do agree. Twenty five thousand 
mad Kiwis. The, spy, the spy bar, man. You see that? Yeah. <laughs> How? They're awesome. What percentage do you reckon Raiders Knights fans on the weekend? I reckon maybe... 90 f- 95% Knights fans. Yeah, I'm thinking 90-10-ish. Saw a couple of milk jerseys, but I think they're just doing that because they lost a bet on their podcast, maybe. Do you think um, it'll be similar at Go Media Stadium Auckland this week? Oh, if... What the Knights fans dished out on the weekend, I have no doubt in my mind, the wah-wah-wahs will be screaming and absolutely going ham over there. Like, the Newcastle Knights, like, I hope their resilience are good because they're in for a rude shock when they step on that greeny, grassy field at Mount Smart. Yeah. I believe they're opening up more seats, senior agents to get... I think they are, actually, yeah. Yeah, so... I don't think... Like, do you know anyone going? Yeah, so, uh, Maz, Mazza, who, uh... The bloke from my work. Yeah, yeah, he bloke he messaged me on Instagram the other day going, Wait, Nilso, I'm going. I'm like, where are you going, Muzz? And he's like, I'm going to New Zealand. <laughs> I was like, when? He better get his leave for me. He's he booked his flights, he booked his seats for this the game. I'm like, oh mate, this is like an unreal. I said, mate, we need a sacri- sacrificial lamb on this podcast. Because we want him over there just in case, you know, the knights do win and he they spot and the wah wah wahs, they, you know, exactly. You know, we need a sacrificial lamb. We need we can't send all our supporters over there because we need them for the prelim and the grand final. So, Muzz, thanks for taking one for the team champion and going over there because, you know, you might not be coming back if we get the win, which I'm sure we will get the win. Yeah, but, I don't know. I haven't quite made up my mind, but it's a monumental Will Sammy be there still? Nah, you wouldn't. You could sacrifice that not. fucker too. <laughs> There's not much of him to sacrifice. He's just a bag of bones. Mate, actually, you should have seen him. Actually, he... I saw a photo of his rig the other day. You should have seen him. He, he looks rock... like yeah. a dog. He, you should have. He looks like him and Tyson Gambler a spitting image. Oh, you're hard on Tyson. Mate, he rocked up the other day and he just looked like fucking rat shit. He, <laughs> Sammy. Yeah, he is dog shit, mate. I know why I can't. I'm no spring chicken, but like I like to tr- see you can. Uh, well groomed, or you know, have a shower at least, mate. You should, he steel cap boots look like they had that fucking asbestos and melted bloody <laughs> fucking skittles all over him. He's walking through the nice new house. I'm like, what are you doing, Sammy? <laughs> Tessie Pot. Uh, it's fucking absolute dog shit. You got the photo of it? No, I oh, can't right. find it. Yeah, well, anyway, of well, his rig. That's um, <laughs> atrocious. Fi- final, final tip in that one. I'm going to go Newcastle Knights. They will win and cover the line. Oh, I don't. Don't know what the line is. Well, four they're not up against the line. They'll have the line, so it'll probably be like four and a half. For yeah, them. they'll. Well, they'll. Yeah. Well, so you, yeah, you know what? Give us minus four and a half Newcastle Knights. Oh wow, that'd be um, paying a fair bit. I'm going to go. Uh, I think I'm going to bet with my head, not my heart. Go Melbourne one to twelve into Warriors one to twelve. That's about three dollars each. Nine dollars. Yeah, no, this. Yeah, Storm. They'll get the win, but mate, you win some, these, you lose more. These Newcastle Knights bricklayers, Cambo. I am. I'm super pumped, foaming at the mouth. I just can't wait for Saturday. Saturday, they're playing? Yeah, 4 o'clock. Hey, it is going to be so good to be a Knights fan, Cambo. Yeah. I'm, I'm so good. Let's get into the voice so castle. Good to be, so good to be impartial this time of the year too. <laughs> Actually, that's um, it's a, good, a few people are like, does he go? Who's he gay for? He wears Cowboys, he wears Warriors, Jeez, he's got a fucking night Premiership TV. What's he gay, gay for? I was like, Cambo's got too much going on in his life, mate. He's a dad, remember? He's he's a busy he's a busy man. Let's get these voice messages up. First one. Here we go. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> we can stop. Right. Holy fuckity fuck fuck. What a game that was, boys. 
fucking up the walls, up the walls, up the walls. Nah, fucking up the Nas, baby. Up the Nas. <laughs> this Nas motherfucking day. fucking coming. See you in New Zealand, 405 Australian time, baby. We're fucking coming up the Nas, up the Nas. I don't know who that was, but... <laughs> I, that sounds like uh, Nas motherfucking uh, D. When he said, we're coming, I hope he meant metaphorically, because, look, I, I like to think I can hold it inside myself, but I, I really like that, up the Nas, K-N-A-H-S. That's great. I think that's that might be the name of the podcast this way, up the Nas. Yeah, up the terrific. Nas. That's horrific. <laughs> who's your next customer, Dan? Uh, who's the next customer? If we can find it here... Next one. It's got an Instagram Instagram DM here. What's up, man? Uh, watch the podcast all the fucking time. Love it. Um, I've got a question for you. When did you start supporting the Knights and why are you the only person that goes on the podcast that does support the Knights? Um, what? And who out of all of the Knights boys are you closest with? Anyways, love the podcast. <laughs> Talk to you. Well, well uh, I haven't started going for the nights, but um, um, yeah. So he's saying, "Why am I the only one on the podcast that supports the Newcastle Knights?" Well, to answer Cambo's, I think it was directed at you, even though he asked me. So you don't necessarily go for anyone. You're just a partial viewer of the game. Correct. But you know, you, you love to see Newcastle go well. Clearly, yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, the second part of that question, who from the Knights are we most closest with? Well, myself, I think Adam Elliott, friend of the show, friend of what's new in the castle. He is the self-proclaimed bricky himself. I think, you know, Adam and I, we go down to Dixon Park Beach all the time. We catch up for coffee. We talk life. We talk family. We Didn't talk you politics. Give him the design for his new sleeve too? <laughs> yeah, mate, Adam Elliott and I, we're that close. And oh, I'm Adam sh- Elliott. I thought he said Adam O'Brien. No, Adam Elliott. I'm telling you right now that, you know, I'm, I'm sure Adam doesn't mind me oversharing our friendship and how close we really are. We talk so much about our life issues, even though there's not many issues. It's all positivity. And, you know, I, just, I can't wait to go to Adam's wedding, him, him and Millie's wedding in uh, the week after the grand <laughs> yeah. final. It's going to be such a great time. It's going to be a big ask after Mad Monday. And Cambo, he's most closest with. I'm pretty sure I saw uh, Cambo and Brody Jones at Subway Junction <laughs> the other day just having a couple of footlongs together. It was yeah, we were just chewing <laughs> the fat over a couple of meatball subs. Would, would, would that be wrong for me to say that? You nah, and Brody Jones correct. are pretty close? Yeah, correct. Actually, uh, Peter Parr, that was a good little video. Oh, you wouldn't have seen it. I'll have to show you after. No. I saw uh, Peter Parr on the weekend. Um, mate, it's a fucking good video. I'll get it up for you. Have a go at this. It's a big omen for us today, Newcastle Knights fans. Look who we've got behind me. <laughs> He's a big Peter dude, Parr. eh? Up the brickies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I've just seen some footage of uh, Dan sitting in front of Peter Parr crossing the road. Um, <laughs> mate, I'm surprised he's not running. Fuck, I see him running all the time. Yeah, well, the United boys said they saw him going for his uh, morning run up at the Meza, Meza Beach, Meriwether Beach. He gets so. through some serious Ks. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to see if he's on Strava. <laughs> anyway, play this next <laughs> Last message. one. Joel Reid. Nilso, Cambo. How fucking good was that? Up the fucking nights. If you're not listening to Freak and eating Henny Penny on your way to work this morning, I'm not fucking here. Fuck the wires, up the nights. Nearly 13 plus in fucking New Zealand. Let's fucking go. Mate, good throwback to Frog Stomp, Innocent Criminal, Silver Chair, and yeah, you're right, Henny Penny on the shirt. Got a Henny Penny around the corner from me, as you can tell. 
Have you ever had Hanny Penny? You're, I know you're a fitness fanatic, fitness fanatic and you know you like to watch what you eat. I'm sorry, I haven't eaten. <laughs> Mate, barbecue chalk. You like a barbecue chalk? Yeah, from a porto. I know you like to pull yourself apart like a barbecue chook, mate. But uh, oh, porto, really? You're a porto man. Oh, fuck, it's good. <laughs> a porto forever, KFC, never. Uh, unless you want to um, throw some zinger in our pocket. Anyway, Camo, that will uh, do us this week. Up the fucking bricklayers, up the bricklayers, the Newcastle Knight. Let's get a win. Let's get another prelim. A porto reach out. Yep, and I don't know what else we're going to do. Peter Parr, let's go for a run. Keep on building those bricks and we'll Connor knock them. Watson, pick me up. <laughs> Keep building those bricks and we'll knock them down. See you next week. Up the knots.